In focus. Confession and the transfer certificates. Through sacred scripture and the parable of the prodigal son. Father Kurian Matam tells us of the seven steps to conversion realized in every good confession. A priest of Pala Diocese, South India, an author of over 10 books in Malayalam and English. Father Kurian Matam was a principal of St Thomas College Pala and later Trinity College Punjab India. For the past two decades he has been the full-time JY zonal chaplain. There are two categories of schools functioning at the spiritual realm. One is the school of Satan. Here Satan is the principal. The syllabus followed is very delectable and gratifying to the senses and admission is so liberal that a large number of candidates get admitted on a daily basis. About 15 crore subjects are taught here. The syllabus entitled Works of the Flesh. Now, the works of the flesh are obvious. Immorality, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, rivalry, jealousy, anger, selfishness, dissensions, factions, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. The other school is that of the Holy Spirit, where admission is strict, but the quality is excellent. Here only 9 core subjects are taught under the syllabus fruits of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. To get admitted to the school, one has to secure the transfer certificates of repentance and conversion. through the sacrament of confession confession is not a judicial trial where the priest is a judge and the penitent is both the plaintiff and defendant confession is the court of divine mercy in the judicial court there's a trial and punishment here the culprit voluntarily admits his crime and there is no punishment but acquittal and redemption leading to his joyous and peaceful settlement Nor is confession a mere washing away of one's sins in the washing machine of the confessional, but a personal encounter with the merciful and compassionate Jesus, as the Samaritan woman, Zacchaeus, the woman caught in adultery, Peter, Mary Magdalene, and the good thief experienced. Jesus revealed to Saint Faustina. that the greatest sinners have the primary right to the mercy of Jesus and that he is presently extending the period of mercy for the benefit of sinners Jesus in his salvific mission exercises two predominant roles he liberates his people from the bondage of sin he will save his people from their sins Secondly, he grants the Holy Spirit the giver of renewed life. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. The risen Jesus instituted the sacrament of confession by conferring the divine authority of forgiveness on his apostles so that it might ever be part of the basic mission of the church. 
Saint Paul speaks about this mission of the church as the ministry of reconciliation that makes the sinner a new creation and the ministers of confession ambassadors for Christ. In the parable of the prodigal son, we see seven specific steps of conversion which are to be realized in every confession. Realization The prodigal son's conversion starts with his self-awareness. The parable says, he came to his senses. Luke 15 verses 17 This is an awareness of his present misery and starvation in contrast with the prosperity in his father's house. The sinner at confession realizes his present state of mind, burdened with guilt, deprived of peace and joy because of sin in contrast with fulfilling life with God. This is achieved through a sincere examination of conscience in the light of the Word of God and His commandments. Repentance The quintessence of the confession and conversion of the prodigal son is repentance. Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. Luke 15 verses 18 Sin is an offense against God and against other people. The content of the opening speeches of John the Baptist, Jesus, and Peter on the day of Pentecost was one and the same. Repent and believe in the gospel, detachment from sin and attachment to God. Real repentance is the regret over the rejection of God's unconditional love and mercy. Resolution Repentance invariably leads to a strong resolution to renounce sin and amend one's life. The prodigal son said, I shall get up and go to my father. Luke 15 verses 18 Resolution involves an undiluted determination to renounce sin and its ways. To the woman caught in adultery, Jesus said, I don't condemn you. From now on, do not sin anymore. John 8 verses 11 The same message is given in confession. Resolution also involves renunciation of all occasions of sin. Sirach 21 verses 2, 12 to 13 to 14. Proverbs 6 verses 27 to 28. Like wrong relationships, certain phone calls, inordinate use of the mobile, social media, internet, addiction to movies, serials, certain negative ideologies, and so on. Return Confession is a U-turn from sin. From life miserable amongst filthy swine, the prodigal son got up and went back to his father. Just as the father was eagerly waiting for his lost son, Jesus is awaiting the sinner at the confessional. According to the revelation given to St. Faustina, Jesus, in the disguise of his priest's representative, is waiting for each one of us at the tribunal of mercy. Reconciliation On the lost son's return, his father ran to his son, embraced him and kissed him. This is what is happening in confession. 
God the Father is embracing and receiving the sinner-turned-saint into his arms. The Son confesses, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you, sinning against God and neighbor. A sincere admission and acknowledgement of sin is conducive to forgiveness. The Bible says, If we say we are without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we acknowledge our sins, He is faithful and just and He will forgive our sins, cleanse us from every wrongdoing. Sins of omission also have to be confessed. Reclothing Whatever the prodigal son lost by alienation from his father is given back to him. His father ordered his servants, quickly bring the finest robe and put it on him, put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Through a good confession, we regain the grace of God, re-experience his love and recover deep inner peace and thereby put on the new self in Jesus. Rejoicing After attiring the son with new robes and a ring, the father said, Take a fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Confession is a celebration of joy. Jesus said, there will be rejoicing among the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Good confession brings with it genuine divine inner joy beyond words. Repentance is the core factor of confession which involves a fundamental turning away from sin and turning towards Christ. The Catholic Church articulates this fact. Interior repentance is a radical reorientation of our whole life, a return, a conversion to God with all our heart, an end to sin, a turning away from evil with repugnance towards the evil actions we have committed. But the deplorable fact is that most people who go to confession lack this deep repentance, conducive to a radical renewal in life. The challenge of Prophet Joel, rend your hearts, is required in making good confession. If also, confession will have its liberating and healing impact on the penitence from repeating the same sins over again. In his struggle against impurity before his conversion, Saint Augustine prayed once, Lord, give me chastity, only not yet. This half-hearted attitude is entertained by many Catholics. Confession indeed gives us the grace to heal and overcome our weaknesses. God not only pardons our sins in confession, but He gets to the root of our sins and heals our deeper wounds. Hence. Frequent confession is a must for all Catholics, especially the youth. Many freshers to Jesus' youth have shared that, through regular and frequent confessions, 
they were able to rid themselves of habitual sins and addictions.